It is Lenny Henry. That's not Lenny Henry, no, but... Oh, well, that's ruined the podcast we're recording. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. To Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin. Sapnin. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and my former friend Morgan Richards. Former? Yeah. Well, we've fallen out now, have we? All right, sub Austin. No, no. No, no, you are right. You're not as good as Co. <laughs> Let's move on. You are listening to episode five of Sapnin Podcast. Is that right? Yes, we've made it. it. We've made it to number five. Have we got a number five? Yes. This is number five. This is number five Unbelievable. right now. They're Unbelievable. listening Unbelievable. to number five. I never thought this would happen. Mumbo number five. I know six isn't going to happen now. So, nice one, Mark. Um Anyway, today's guest is our sexiest guest to date. Oh, it's so good looking, this guest is. You closed it, right? People can't see this, yeah. right? You closed your eyes then. But you said he's so good. Like you literally. I did. I've yeah. gone very red I know, now. I've just realised what I've done. If I'm, not gonna uses, hi- I'm not going to hide it. He is a very attractive man, and you've just let the I cat have, out of the I bag. I have let the cat out of the bag. I couldn't help it. I couldn't wait to talk about him. This week's guest is the sexiest guest we've ever had. Morgan really loves him. I um, do. It's the fantastic Dougie Pointer. Oh, he's a fantastic... He's not only a great human, he's fantastic to look at. Congratulations to Dougie. Yeah, round on, of applause at home on for every, everyone listening. Well, wait, wait. What? Well, Dougie, bye. Nice one, Doug. Well done. Beautiful human, cares about everybody. Yeah. Fantastic on the eye, great human. What a man. What a man. Looks loves, fantastic. Loves, loves everybody. Loves, loves animals. The environment. Loves the environment. Is trying to sort out the environment for your sake, and you mm. don't even realise, guys. He's trying to reduce plastic. Um, he's got a new book out. He talks the possibility of there being new McFly record, a new McFly record. Hopefully that'll cut in all right. Um, what it was like touring, filling in on bass for the band A. And we talk about his mate, Dave. Now, I don't want to spoil it, but the way he drops in talking about his mate, Dave, or you'll find out who he's on about later, it's unbelievable. We were actually shocked when... I laughed out loud. I laughed out loud when he explained it to me. The both of us didn't understand what was going on. He just dropped in my mate, Dave. My mate, Dave. And you'll, you'll see a little bit later on what we're talking about, but it's one hell of a... 
drop in. I wish he was my mate, Dave. Let's just say that. Mm. Anyway, this is episode five of Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Just by there. Check out our interview. It's not an interview. It's just getting to hang out with a fantastic Dougie Pointer. It is. Lucky us. Lucky us, indeed. Too much, Mark. Sapnin! Sapnin! Do you want to say something? So, oh, Sapnin! Yeah. Sapnin! Is that this is <laughs> how you start? It's obvious, it, isn't it? What's happening? There you go. Yeah! yeah. What is happening? English winner. So today's guest on Sapnin with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. That's me. Yeah. Uh, is the wonderful Dougie Pointer. Ah. Thank you, Dougie. Yeah. Thank I you don't think this. I've ever been called wonderful. Yes, well, you, yes, you have. I can tell I, you have because I've talked about you before and used that term. So it's gone real. Real uh, soppy, real quick, it's over, mm. mate. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah, not bad, thank you very yeah. much. That's more, you saved that, really. Cause How are you guys? That's why he's got me here to save it. He goes off on tangents. Yeah, okay, yeah, kind of you're the anchor. Back. He's good with sticking to the point and getting questions. I'm, talk- I'm good at talking bollocks. So, <laughs> so it's a good good mix, really. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you can swear on this. I was like, <laughs> oh, we can? Well, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, bastard. Um... Yeah, so, yeah, how, how have you been? Very good, thank you very much. We are backstage right now because um, I'm playing bass for a band called A. Yes. You may remember them from back in the day, 2002, I think their yeah. biggest album came mm-hmm. out, Hi-Fi Cirrus. I remember it when I was a kid coming home from school and whacking on Kerrang or Scuzz. Whacking on? <laughs> whacking well, well, Not whacking off over... <laughs> it's nothing songs good. It's not that good. Doug. Put it away. Put it away, son. Or, yeah, Scuzz. Do you remember Scuzz? Yeah. Oh, and P-Rock? Only this week Scuzz has finished. Oh, really? Literally yeah, this close, week is finished. Yeah, yeah. Well, close his doors, turn off channel. Turn off the cameras. Turn off yeah. the cameras, that's better. Yeah, this week, yeah. yeah, yeah. This week. So, How old would you have been when that came out? 2002? Uh, I think I was 11 or 12. No, maybe thirteen. Yeah. And now you're playing on it live. Yeah, it does. I mean, the very first time I met the Perrys was in probably about two thousand and five or six, uh, because they produced McFly's third album, Motion in the Ocean, and um, Radioactive, uh, one after that. Um, and I, w- I was a little bit starstruck actually the first time I, I met them. I was like that. That dude from well, well, they I say that dude because they they're identical twins. They're, they're, they're <laughs> it's the that one dude, twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's standing next to a slightly larger mirror. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, and that that Jace was was awesome, and he actually I I think Jason Perry kind of um, uh, I don't I don't know if McFly would have still be a band if it wasn't for Jason Perry because said, he. Mm. We, being a McFly, we had a lot of insecurities and stuff. And Jason, just you know, he runs around telling everyone that they're ace the whole time. And we, yeah, it gave us a lot of confidence. Um, I think I said the exact same thing in my interview when I talked about our time with Jason. Like he literally transformed our band completely. Mm. He made us better songwriters. He, but he made me want to be a better person because yeah, cause yeah. he's the guy from A. Like, that's the fellow with the constant visors. <laughs> yeah. If he can be super nice to me and I'm nobody, why am I thinking I can possibly be dicks to people? I should be just be nice to everyone always. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he literally changed my life for the better. 
Yeah, they're they're awesome, and they really like get you to they get you to like, embrace what kind of band you are anyway. And also, you don't even like think about um, the the recording process. So the two albums we'd made before that, we were like really. So I mean, especially on McFly's second album, we like took it really seriously, and we, I think we still did a good job. But it was it was like work. Yeah, and we and. I think in the long run, when we look about look, look back at that, we kind of, that's kind of our uh, we weren't really that happy because we we're just constantly trying yeah. to prove ourselves, and everyone uh, no, no one believed that it was us, us actually playing on it anyway or playing live. So it, it actually would you know worked against us practicing so much because the better it was, the more people like we were their mind, and so you know, mad in <laughs> yeah, it. it's bullshit, remember, crazy. Yeah, I remember the, the first time we the Blacker came to see McFly live. In Manchester News Arena, so a small show. Because Ari, uh, we spoke to Ari after the gig, and he was like, "Oh, yeah, I was nervous because you were here," and we were like, "Bro, there was fifteen thousand other people," and he was <laughs> like, "Oh, yeah, but you're in a, you're in like a rock band." And I was like, "Bro, you're in a rock band, you fucking idiot! Like you played, you're in a re- like what what? It just blew, it just blew my mind. And for a second, he was just like, "Oh, I was nervous because you guys were there." And I was like, "Yeah, no, that, that, that just happens to us a lot. If any any anyone from a, another." band would show up i think they like from an early age it was like that seed was planted of us being like really insecure we loved what we did but it was no matter how much we tried everyone was just you know we just became that band that you you picked on um we're, we're like you know but then jason the, the perry sort of like got us over that after um after working with them we didn't really well, we really didn't really care yeah, mm. he did the same thing with us like just he gives you that confidence to be yourselves and just grow in your own skin I guess like we yeah like he was amazing with us and he just he took the best bits of us I think and like amplified them and the shitty bits we kind of got rid of yeah um, but yeah we've we interviewed Jason in I believe it was last week's episode and yeah he mentioned some f- possible future McFly stuff Ah, is there anything yeah. we can talk about? Do you um, possibly? Yeah, because obviously you guys have been on this kind of hiatus slash break thing mm. for a while now. So is there being talk about doing stuff again? What's yeah, it's kind of like um, Ross and Rachel in Friends. <laughs> you know, they're on a break, and, but you know those fuckers are going to get back together. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those th- like I I love that band. That band. I've been in that band longer than I haven't. Um, and yeah. we are so ridiculously close, as you know what it's like yeah. being in a band. Um, but we started so young that those guys are more like family now. Yeah. Like they are literally like closer than most members of of my family. Um, so, someone doing vocal warmups <laughs> in, in the corridor. <laughs> Either that, or I was getting mad, all or sentimental. Might be a madman. But yeah. Um, I so guess, I guess that's Boyo from um, Wheat Dust. That is, yeah, that's one. Of, or he's got a few backing singers. It might be one of those. Let's go with it's the guy from Wheat Dust because we're just, you know, yeah, rock I, and roll. <laughs> oh, shit. Cool. Hey, guy from Wheat I don't know his name. Brendan. Brendan, Brendan, Brendan B. Brown. Brown. He's got like 30 million streams on uh, of Teenage Dirtbag on yeah, Spotify. Of course, yeah. As you do. Oh, yeah. Casually. You know, yeah. I saw him earlier, but he looked like he works on Wheat Dust now. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, "Oh, there must be one of we just." He does. He does. Oh, I everything. recognize the middle of his face. Oh, that's the fellow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He does everything. You know, like, during the day, he's 
he's like a roadie and he wears like kind of all black roadie stuff and and has a flashlight on his head um and he was helping me out with my wireless stuff earlier on Crazy. and then he like goes and gets changed and becomes that guy from weeds <laughs> does he wear the hat does he wear the the what the uh, uh, bucket hat yeah the bucket hat like, I have, no he wears the glasses though oh, nice. he's got the glasses yeah. um yeah, yeah, what were we talking about? McFly's break. Oh yeah, the, oh yeah, McFly, all that thing. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's. So we decided to take some time off after we did McBusted because it was that was like a two year long tour and there was just naturally some other things that everyone wanted to just do for a bit, but we just yeah. didn't know how long that would take. And then everyone in that time had it's bit, it actually worked out really well because they all had. All the other guys had kids in, in mm. that time, so they've all been home for their kids. Um, and then it's almost happened. It almost happened like this time last year, um, but someone had a project or something that was coming up in five months, like smack bang right in the in the middle. And we just didn't think there was any point. We started writing some songs, but it was like no point because our I'm sure with your band as yeah. well, you'd start writing songs and then. Um, you know, a year later, you hate those songs. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we might as well like not even bother starting. Um, although I secretly kind of am. I've written, I've got a bunch of ideas, so I'm like waiting for when we like go, go in. So I'll be like, oh, guys, I've just got this little... Uh, just off the top of my head, yeah, I've just this written epic these 27 idea. songs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but, and uh, so I... I predict it will. We will. McFly will at least start writing by the summer. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, and I can't can't wait. Mm-hmm. I I love that band and yeah. I love the guys. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. What's yeah. going on with Ink at the moment? So Ink did. We did an EP and a tour. Uh, we toured for ages in like in clubs and stuff. I I believe that some people call them toilet. Venues, <laughs> toilet <laughs> venues, yep. um, which was a lot of fun. That was that was really really cool, and it was a three piece as well. Um, so I was allowed to like mess. I've got a I play a camper, so I was allowed to uh, mess around with that and uh, different pedals and stuff to fill in the space. Um, I don't know what's happening with that. There's we um, you know a lot of people we've like switched management and and everything so I'm not too sure what's happening with that okay. interesting but in retrospect are you kind of glad that McFly was able to take a break when it did b- because everyone could go and do these projects yeah. and the rest of the guys start families and stuff because as you mentioned you have been together since you were so young 15 so, yeah yeah. Um, yeah I think and I think like musically it's, it's probably better for us because we would have the, um, we probably would have reacted to the success of McBusted and I guess maybe made an album that sounded like that. You, you get get in your own head when you're yeah. writing, and you make what you think you should make, not maybe necessarily what you want to yeah. make. Um, so it may have it may have sounded like that. And um, whereas like now we've had we've had enough time to like long to get back in the studio. Like, um, and me and Tom have been talking loads about literally just about like album artwork before the music like kind of yes. or like colour schemes nice like for the whole journey from London to Manchester all we spoke about was three different colours and why those three different colours <laughs> were so important for when McFly comes back nice oh, wow. so you can expect a tricolour <laughs> yeah. we've always been into colour five colours in a hair like we've always been into colours yeah true 
Yeah. Dropping them now is yeah, lower numbers. <laughs> I used to like five, and now I'm going three, <laughs> and then they'll just be black and white. Yeah, yeah. and just black. Oh, that's morbid. Uh, says the goth. Um, yeah, you mentioned earlier that possibly books coming out as well in the new. Oh year. yeah, so that's like that. That won't get in the way of McFly. So I've got um, just landed to a two book deal. When does this go out? Awesome. Uh, this um, probably won't be till a couple of weeks. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Weeks. It would have been announced by then, I think. Okay. If not, then you have got the exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is live. Live. It's going to be Yes. We're rich, I tell you. I, I, I was doing a lot of stuff with um, plastics, like microbeads and yep. recycling and everything. And I have a literary agent anyway, because me and Tom do uh, picture books on on the side. Mm. Uh, yeah, dinosaur. Yeah. Dinosaur. Christmas and planet <laughs> and. Um, How did you win it? I know you're fantastic people. Surely, I can't see that title coming up without some sort of weed or something like that involved. No, you, com- completely sober. Head. Yeah, right yeah. Right then, this is what we're gonna call yeah, it. Yeah, I I'd stopped uh, drinking. I I was completely sober. Tom like smells a rosé and he's out. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was completely sober. Um, that started off as a joke. I think we were doing nonsense. We'd just seen the Grinch or something. And was were doing um nonsense rhymes to make each other laugh and we wrote it down and we were sending it off to publishers for ages and uh it turns out a publisher won't take anything on unless you got an agent so that we then this is like two years later we went got an agent at curtis brown and then she yeah managed to get us a like five book deal on that wow that's awesome Uh, and they're the easiest it literally takes us like a day to write it takes a day to write and then maybe shouldn't say that I reckon you go oh we, uh, we spend weeks yeah we, you know it's it's a tough process coming up with the stuff we do yeah no, you can't tell people it's okay, no okay the concept coming up with the concept is, is is hard but like now we've got the characters and everything then it's just like okay where do we take these characters that yeah. is kind that's fun um and uh and then we just just make each other laugh yeah. and oh yeah you were saying about the I took you off here. I'm sorry about that. That's what I do. Um, yeah, you were saying about the microbeads and the plastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was doing um, a lot of that after after meeting some people from this charity called Five Jars in, in California who were a massive part to play in uh, the microbeads being banned out there. Um, they kind of introduced me to it, and I didn't know anything about microbeads. Um, and they had, like, collected some... They had loads of samples and everything in there, this... Um, this like garage, and and they had a giant ball of plastic. Um, that I can't it weighed. I, it must have weighed about about five stone. They, they the Americans like measure things differently, yeah, yeah, don't they? But it must have weighed about five trillion centimeters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of weight, whatever that means. Kg. <laughs> um, yeah, and they and it was this giant ball of plastic that was found in a dead camel's stomach uh, all plastic bags and they traced the plastic to literally like all different places around the world all different supermarkets and all that and it's um, because it's just plastic bags they get caught by the wind taken up and then just dumped in the Sahara Desert and a camel is programmed to eat anything colourful because it's probably yeah 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 because they're just sand everywhere oh look that must be a plant I long for a spa bag (laughs) 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 and they did yeah they they just like they just munched all these uh, plastic bags down and then became so full up that they starved and um, and that's happening like 
everywhere to different animals, especially yeah. in in the ocean, with um, whales being beached, and you open up the stomachs, and it's just mm. full of plastic and yeah. birds and. Um, so these guys have really got me into it and I came back to the UK and noticed that all these products um, that had microplastics were still being sold and no one was really saying anything they were literally they still are in uh, I think it's Colgate whitening the one of whitening crystals hmm. that's uh, those little Wait, bits eh? the, yeah those blue bits that's um, plastic well the ones that turn your mouth blue did they turn your mouth blue? Uh, that... I'm not sure if it turns your mouth oh, blue. I had one the other day that was like, ah, huh? it had blue Check bits in the... it, and then you, you, when you rub it in, like it's meant to be like, after it's long enough, it goes blue, but there's little blue bits in it that turn it blue. Have a look. Get, get, get some of oh. your finger and like try and get the, the paste off of it, and if it doesn't go anywhere, it's plastic. Well, so you're like brushing reason. your teeth with plastic. View. Yeah, and, and never uh, brush my teeth again. Like Johnson's Clean and Clear, their biggest product has got these um, little... Balls. Blue balls in in their in their product, and that's just plastic that you're just rubbing on your face. <laughs> like, yeah, it'll clean your skin. How have we fallen for that then? How has that happened? How have they? Uh, they disguise it on the um, by. I think they're just pretty much made up words yeah, by calling yeah, it things do, like yeah. polyethylene and polypropylene and stuff that if you Google just says chem- chemistry. Um, oh. oh right, yeah, yeah. Wow, it's crazy. That's mad, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, think about it, yeah. Yeah, so I, I got down this, like, rabbit hole of uh, doing, jumping on uh, a load of bandwagons, uh, campaigning against it, and um, uh, I'd already worked with the WWF quite a bit with gorillas, and um, I think I, uh, the, I was just posting a lot and going to a lot of events uh, with my mate Dave. <laughs> We've all got a mate Dave. Yeah, mate Dave. What, Dave? Um, and, he, yeah, he's, he's quite well known. He's a sir. Oh, um, oh, I know. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, man? And, uh, oh, my mate. Oh, that's the best. Do you know what? I know we're early in the podcast, but that's the best thing I say ever happened to this podcast. You drop it. I was hoping that you'd, you'd caught I was on. like, Dave. Oh, it's just, a, just an Essex name. I'm going to go, Dave. Oh, yeah. Dave. And then you said, Sir. Oh, imagine. What's he like? What's, what's Sir Dave like? He is everything you want him to be and more. Does he speak in yeah. that voice all the time? Yeah, is, like, that, is, that a, voice, is that a constant thing? Like, he goes to get a coffee in this, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. The coffee beans. Daggy pointer. Yeah, yeah, pretty he's much. Sorting out microbeads. <laughs> he's making pop hits with his band. Look fly. <laughs> pop hits. Pop hits. Um, what yeah. a voice. It was, what's really cool is hearing him swear in that voice. Yeah, no. he, we were, say, I was, I was showing him this. I've got some fossilized dinosaur poo. Um, <laughs> I love this conversation. It's always about dinosaur shit, isn't it? Um, And I was, I showed it to him. I was like, can you tell me if this is... uh, Pop. Yeah, and he was like, well, there's nothing in this fossil that indicates that it is shit. Because, you see, when the shit would fall from, say, a a sauropod, the the sauropod is, is, you know, it's very, very, very tall. And so the shit would have to fall quite a bit and would create more of a pat when it fell. So nothing in this fossil actually indicates that it is shit. Uh, But... You know, who am I to say that it's not? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dave. That's, that's I, the was, I was hoping you were going to say like, "Oh yeah, we were out and he had a couple of beers." <laughs> and he stubbed his toe and he's like, "For fuck's sake, Dougie, I've stubbed my toe again." <laughs> <laughs> Shit! 
Still the, gonna, the nail's gonna come off. <laughs> like that. That's I, I think that's one of the best stories you've had on the podcast yeah, so far, though. That's all outstanding. Yeah, so far. Uh, that, I mean, that story's a bit long. I won't go into that because that's like a that's, yeah. a that's a podcast in itself. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, but on he the, lives up the road from me. So oh. on the next McFly record, can you please have him just oh, swearing? Just oh, like, oh, an intro for oh, a song oh, has to be him. Or just narrating the beginning. Yeah, something. Four boys that you know. I yeah. might, I might be able to do something. He, you know, he like, try. he honestly just does not. He doesn't really like doing anything other than natural history. Okay. I think like the, um, even like GQ awards and stuff. They've, they've wanted him to go and uh, accept a like lifetime achievement, and he's just right. very oh, politely declined. Yeah, because it's not. Hmm. It's I was not awesome. Say, like, okay. oh, I think mean? two things like naturally, natural history and crime. <laughs> something weird. The second one would have had to have been something completely like. Oh yeah, he likes um, natural history and SoundCloud rappers. <laughs> He's a big fan of Little Pump. He likes Gucci Gang. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so no, he, he likes. He, he plays piano. That's that. That's what I asked him. What else he gets up to? Oh well, you know, I'm pretty busy. I tinkle I'm, the ivory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just tinkle. It's not ivory though, because I don't agree with it. <laughs> oh, cheers, Dave. I can't believe you turned up. <laughs> Hi, Sean. I'm here for the interview. Oh great! Uh, oh no, they've all turned up. No, you <laughs> son of a bitch, Dave. Don't start the impression. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry. Um, um, but yeah, so yeah. Anyway, so I was doing a lot of stuff with, with plastics, and then the my agent who who does the dino poop stuff said, um, "Would you be interested in doing a kids' picture book um, to do with like anti-plastic and recycling?" Great. And I had a go at it, but I couldn't because I. Um, like global warming and plastics and everything is really it's really depressing and yeah. there's a lot of information to cram into a picture book yeah. and come up with something kind of decent and informative and everything um, I, I couldn't do it so I came up with a different idea uh, to write kind of It's I think it's going to be around 200 pages and it's a bit older as well it's for think seven well actually the aim is is to, to write it for about six to seven year olds but adults can pick it up as well yeah. and like breeze through it and get all this like quick yeah. quick mm. knowledge i mean now there's like there's some awesome re- like documentaries and stuff out but my angle is to not use any scare tactics really there might be some stats in there but i'm not really going to chuck in loads of numbers and everything yeah. um yeah i don't want to use scare tactics i would rather it be a more of an inspirational book because that really they are the next generation down is like the last generation we really have before we kind of reach a tipping point Mm. Um, and if you look at countries like Denmark they are the cleanest and greenest country in the world because in the late 50s early 60s um, they quickly realized that plastic didn't go anywhere so they started recycling then and introduced like information on it or whatever into their educational system so now you've got whole generations that just recycle naturally there's no like like the recycling bins and stuff for like separating them and washing the plastic and all that is still quite new to us um like some my next door neighbors like don't recycle because they've never had to um whereas in like denmark they have been recycling for so long there's no trash that they buy trash from the uk to turn into energy um or to turn into uh local plastic to sell to companies like lush 
Um, nice. So, yeah, that, that's what I kind of want to do is try and introduce it into the educational system um, and use um, like case studies like that kid, boy in slat. He is uh, Dutch and he invented this way to clean up the ocean uh, oh, partic- yeah, yeah, the, sucks the water, right? okay. it's like a giant floating u-shaped device that uses that floats around the ocean's gyres and uses the ocean's currents to collect the trash and then all it, the man has to do is go out with a ship pick it up mm-hmm. and take it back uh, and then from there it gets recycled uh, and they reckon that it will only I've, i'll have to double check but i think it's something like it'll only take like 20 years to completely clean up the ocean wow. it's, it's that effective or at least all the surface uh yeah. plastic that we have or the mm-hmm. uh, great um uh garbage patch in the pacific that's like the size of texas it's unreal it's crazy, yeah it's it? crazy yeah i think it's safe to say me and sean have learned a lot right there from yeah, that yeah, yeah. so yeah that's crazy yeah. well we just think think about all the years we had of like not knowing this was out like because that's the thing you don't really know like if it wasn't for the internet now, we probably still wouldn't know a lot of this stuff is out. No, it's true. It's yeah, like you just be completely oblivious. oblivious yeah. Like you just go, well, we've got our four channels on TV. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's all we know. Whatever they tell us, that's what we know. Yeah, and when and you're rubbish, oh, it just goes out there, a man takes it away. And the, the fella comes, or sometimes in Merthyr, he doesn't take mine. I don't know what I'm doing with my recycling that's wrong. But Oh, yeah, that oh, is a thing. That happens to me sometimes. Oh, he's a proper bin Nazi, my fella. He must really? go through mine and go... Nah, I don't fancy it. But I, I'm going to shout outside his house every Monday morning. Huh? <laughs> Just He must take glasses from next door and throw them because <laughs> he knows I've put like, one bit of plastic that's wrong or something in my recycling bin. Yeah, yeah or, it has to, or if it's contaminated, you have to wash the plastic. Oh. If it's got something that's got like food or something like that, they won't take it. Yeah. Which I think should... It should... They, we should change somehow I, I i don't know i think if we just put more money into it then there should be some kind of I, sorting my my thing on it is mm, well i want to say surely that's the bin man's job like take this back to wherever you're taking it just chuck some water on it and it'll be fine like just like i don't know i feel like i'm gonna sound like my dad but like bin men aren't the bin men i remember when i was a kid <laughs> They grab anything and take it all away, you know. Yeah, my mine's a bastard. He's a loud bastard as well. But. Yeah, so there's that. There's yeah. that book. Um, but the, what happened was when I was doing, I think I was doing a sample chapter for it, um, and I was getting so depressed, do it like really, really getting into the rabbit hole this time, um, and trying to turn negative stuff into um or negative facts into positive positive kind of inspiring stuff was was really exhausting and um yeah it was just just kind of a bit depressing but what i was enjoying was like the language that i've used is um it's actually kind of a bit like jason i I won't lie i had uh, the Perry's in mind when I was uh, writing it. You just don't everything's te- awesome. Oh, isn't this great? Don't tell them after. Yeah, told them uh, I don't think they know. Oh, no. Yeah. Hopefully they won't listen to this because yeah. otherwise they'll definitely come in for some sort of percentage. <laughs> yeah, royal, so, royalties or something. Yeah. But so I was doing that and uh, I this is thought, nice. yeah, I thought, oh man, wouldn't it be really cool if there was a kids' dinosaur book on, like, written the same 
um, for uh, yeah about about dinosaurs that kind of debunks was well, the sort of the sort of thing that I would have loved when I was a kid. I got obsessed with dinosaurs when I was about three when my mum first took me to the Natural History Museum. Yeah. Um, but and like back then there wasn't so much stuff for kids and all the dinosaur books and stuff are not very accurate at all. Yeah. So like a really up to date one that explains things like uh the that we that we live close to the T-Rex and T-Rex did to Stegosaurus. They weren't all like running around together. Um the Triassic and the Jurassic and the Cretaceous all different periods in which dinosaurs lived in each period yeah. and um just kind of things like that and the, you know the cool things like there wasn't grass hadn't evolved yet. So Crazy. Yeah, like it's something that there's around. Like it's, you know, it's, grass is really successful now and is everywhere. <laughs> it's doing well. Grass. It's doing well. Grass is doing well. <laughs> Whoever yeah. is the salesman for grass <laughs> is making a pretty packet. Yeah. It's the same person who's putting cranberries in everything. He's a good salesman as well. Cranberries <laughs> and apples. Yeah. And They're like the One Direction of the, <laughs> of the plant world. Doing real. Who's the biggest band? Grass. Yeah, grass. Grass is the biggest band in the world. That's genius. Yeah. yeah so, like things like that, and the uh, uh, things, things that like movies and stuff have told us, but aren't true. Yeah. Well, that's uh, quite. You know, there's still an argument that it's right, but the whole Velociraptor thing in Jurassic Park, how those Velociraptors mm. aren't actually raptors at all. Velociraptor was about the size of a turkey mm. and covered in feathers. Um, the dinosaur that you're seeing in Jurassic Park is actually a Deinonychus from the raptor family, but it's still it's a Deinonychus. Nice. Um, so for Christmas, I might have a raptor dinner. Yeah, I mean, you, you essentially are. They're, they're closer to the turkeys than they are. Well, it's lizards. definitely made Christmas dinner cooler. Yeah. Not that much. <laughs> yeah, just a little no, bit. No, my yeah. mother's saying preparing a turkey has got a new meaning. Like, <laughs> she's, no wonder it's taking her so long. She's fighting a raptor. <laughs> Watch the big nail. It's got a big nail, John. Watch out for the big nail. Yeah, but that's super interesting. Yeah. I'm constantly learning it. Doug, you're constantly... Yeah, it's just a ball of me. education, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks. Thank yeah. No, thank you. Um... <laughs> Well, the see, I, I spend most of my days just kind of like moping around. So then, any opportunity I can right. to like yeah. jump on anything, I'm really like like niche thing. I'm into really very like niche things, and anything else, I'm not really that interested in. Um, I think I'm like that, but I'm just not interested in anything. No, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> things, all, like, yeah. things I'm not interested in is everything, really. Mm. Just, but Do you not ever like get get into like for for about a year? I'll be obsessed with something oh yeah like yeah, I get at the that. moment it's terrariums Ooh. building terrariums um like um or paludariums which are aquariums and terrariums put together nice. and all pretty like, much self-sufficient if you chuck a um if you build it correctly you don't ever have to open the thing um, nice. If you keep like little springtails and stuff, I can see living you in there. having a show on Discovery Channel now, like Tanked. Have you oh, seen be... Tanked? Where oh yeah, giant fish tanks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, you get involved in it. Yeah, terrain, terrain yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I'd, lo- I'd, I'd, I'd love a show like that. I um, I'd, but I'd probably get bored after a year and be like, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm I mean, just tractors now. Yeah, just do one <laughs> yeah. series and move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it this week? Oh, playing the spoons. I've learned to play the spoons. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. Um, I, or I, ants? Yeah, I got into ants for a little you? while. Yeah, well, I still am. There's this, there's this rad YouTube channel called Ants Canada 
this Canadian that lives in the Philippines and he's got about six uh, giant colonies of ants, all different species. He's got like jawbreakers, um, what they call fire, fire ants, fire ants um, yeah. from the Amazon that can like that float on w- water. They create yeah, raft, yeah, they rafts out of themselves. themselves. Yeah, it's yeah. mad, isn't it? Um, mm. And going on from things you're into and going back to music, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Music. <laughs> oh, that thing. No, but of course, you know, McFly, A and Inc. are all really different sounding bands. So what kind of music do you listen to at home these days? Is there any kind of bands you've been into a lot lately? Any different kind of uh, music we wouldn't really expect you to Well, I, I constantly have um, classical FM on. Constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, new bands, eh? Yeah, just you know, like yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, Beethoven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really tidy. into the oldies, you know. <laughs> He's tidy. I'm a yeah. big fan of Beethoven. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know why. There's something about classical music that I, I, I don't know. It's um, I just love having it on in the background. Um, and I find that actually that helps with writing. Mm. Yeah, for for whatever reason, because um, I think you can hear a full chord like when you're playing guitar obviously you can put in fifths and sevenths and and all that but uh, you know when you've got a whole orchestra doing that's oh okay wow yeah um so i have that on the background new band wise um, bands. i think no anything well like bands oh no i still am massively into bands bands are usually what i lean more towards you know i'm old school um (laughs) love 21 pilots i love nice. i love what they, they are the first band in a long time to really blow me away live i saw yeah. them a couple of years ago at the um i think it's k-rock almost acoustic christmas in la um my friend had taken me along and he, his kids were um like raving about his band called 21 pilots and i think they were no they weren't even headlining weezer was headlining they were i think they were like the second to last band on and they started and i was like had the kind of like old man what's thing. this now? yeah like oh what's this now? yeah where's they, the melody i'm not very good with numbers but they're definitely 19 pilot short <laughs> <laughs> and it's stuck yeah but i think like two songs in I, I was like holy shit yeah this is awesome and it just got better and better and better and they put so much fucking energy into it and it was every song is like a different band it was like a you know, they wax pulls out a ukulele. One song's got rapping in it. One's kind of more grimy. Yeah. Um, and they put on like an actual show at a like Jingle Bell Ball type mm. thing. Um, wasn't even their own show. Um, I was yeah really blown away. And I love the new album as well. I think I that's feel great. Like they're the um, My Chemical Romance for this generation. I yeah, yeah. I think that's a fair show. Yeah, kind of They've kind of taken over where Jared and the boys just. Packed mm. in, I think Twenty One Pilots have kind of jumped in that culty, culty. I said with an L. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they've jumped in that like culty gap where, yeah, kids are just looking for something to attach themselves. And I think they've, with Twenty One Pilots songs being so good and them having an image, I guess like people have jumped on it and mm. fair play to them. They did some amazing artwork with their last album. The whole I think it was the whole of London Underground. The one bit of it was all kitted out with just the album cover yeah. as you went through. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So all really the good. yellow and black stuff? Yeah, yeah. I oh, think there was, there was one, one of the stations was just full of it. So you were, as you come out, you're just walking down, it was 
everywhere. Yeah, you can't have yellow and black now in those McFly colours. I no. know you didn't say they Damn were. Damn it. But, <laughs> but it's true, though, right? The yellow, the yeah. yellow and black well, was this w- album, and the one before was, was red? like was it red? red and well, black. Red. Yeah, th- where they just wearing red patches on stuff. Yeah. 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 And this one, I don't know the story behind this one, but it seems like some kind of. Um, it's not kind of like army. I can't really work out what is going yeah. going on, but whatever it is, it's awesome. building a cult. Yeah, building a cult. Uh, slaves. I love slaves. Nice. Saw yeah. them at Glastonbury. You only um, like bands with two members. Yeah. Have you thought about Royal Blood? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for people who think Muse have got too many members, because they sound exactly like Muse, but there's two of them. I yeah, I do yeah. like bands with two members. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's just by chance. Who else is it? Come on, let's try and think about the two bands people. of two members. Uh, White Stripes. White, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. The most famous ones, probably. Yeah. Dead is good, don't it? Yeah, it is. Um, the Postal Service was only two guys. <laughs> nice. Remember that? What was, it? what was the one like the Postal Service? Owl City. That was another one. Can't think. Yeah, let's let's knock let's out. That game's yes, crap. Right, yeah. <laughs> this isn't going to become like a weekly game. Let's... <laughs> right then, guest. Name a band with two members. Go. Yeah, unless we do one each. But yeah, it's a terrible any, one. anything else to listen to? Any um, less members, more members? Uh, um, there was a solo artist. Can I pull up my phone? Is this going to take so much time? No, it's fine. It's on airplane mode. Don't worry. We appreciate you doing this. Uh, I still love churches. They're great. Churches. Uh, Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. 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 Yeah. You should see me in a crown. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Um, yeah. I don't know, that, that kind of stuff. She's cool. And um, Dear Evan Hansen. Music-wise, yeah, that's that's it, I think, for, like, new bands. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm a bit kind of... I don't know, I, I feel like... When you're a teenager or, like, early 20s, it's so much of your identity yeah. is, mm. is in music. I think that's it's yeah. such a... An awesome time when, when you're that age and, and music is so so important to you, and it still is important to me. I think I just I don't necessarily like go seeking for it yeah. anymore. I, I'm I have to kind of wait. Sometimes until I think I've listened to so many bands that perhaps I'm full up on bands now. And yeah, I can let a few in now and again, but really I'll just I'm so happy with what I grew up with that I don't really need many of these. I like think I, maybe that's something that our parents did. You know, when like we were getting into music, and our yeah. parents were, you know, always said that our music was crap. Yeah. Um, maybe oh, they had father, the same thing. My father, all I ever remember listening to in the car was two artists, right? And that's um, Bonnie Tyler. Mm-hmm. He loves her because she's Welsh, and Tina Turner. So just and any other music I try and put on would be oh, it's bloody rubbish. That is. So she, he Not just hard off. He just likes the Turners. Yeah. He likes, uh, yeah. Is this the Frank Turner as well, or is that no? He doesn't like no. Frank Turner. He's too uh. political for my dad. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's yeah, fair. Too Daily Mail for my dad. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, I'm stumped now. Have you got any more questions? Uh, there, there was another music-related one I've always wanted to know. Of course, with some McFly songs, there's been the occasion or where you have chirped in with your uh, lead vocal sometimes. And back it up and stuff like that. I just wondered if you ever thought about singing more because you know stuff like Morgan as well. Right, Four twenty four. He told me he was going to ask us right. Yeah. Uh, earlier today, and yeah, Morgan's obviously a, a big fan of uh, your work. Oh, and, uh, wow. Well, yeah. yeah. Let's. Uh, yeah. Is there likely to be more Dougie 
Yeah, vocals. I mean, if, if yeah, have you ever considered singing more and stuff? Is that being the a... The thing is, my voice is really annoying for, like, more than one song. <laughs> Especially in, in on an album. Like, it, I just about sneak it in mm. for a, on a, on a, in a McFly set live. Um... Are there any secret Dougie songs about? Like oh, there's loads. Is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, they're like, if I think McFly fans know know them all, um, but they're usually like home demos or ones that Danny from the, our band, he's an amazing producer, has uh, has produced. Um, like back when, I guess I was more emo. There's a few emo Doug we'll songs we'll kind we'll of we'll <laughs> yeah just got that out of my system and then yeah. went and played All About You um, <laughs> <laughs> to clear the air yeah um, yeah I th- think well like me me, Tom and Danny do a lot of the right Tom's the main writer um, but I mean it just sounds so when you've got two vocalists like Tom and Danny they are yeah. you got Tom who is like pitch perfect and never misses a note and then um and can sing like his falsetto is is really really great can sing really sweetly and then danny jones who has got a really powerful voice and kind of um i think he uses some of his like opera techniques so it all comes from his stomach like uh and it's kind of yeah springsteen-y um and he's just got such a great kind of um it's quite it's really like universal like that like, well, well i was gonna say world music but it's not world music but you know ex- uh, accessible yeah um yeah there's no point in me really singing that's fair then the only yeah. stuff my voice sounds good on is if it's like really fast and really loud so you can't really so really <laughs> you, dougie needs to make some sort of hardcore punk band yeah I'd love yeah. to see you fronting something like that. A yeah. hardcore punk band? Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see you kicking off. I'm so not hardcore or punk I'd, in, in uh, any sense. But surely that is punk or yeah. that's not what, being punk is yeah. the most punk thing you could ever be. <laughs> yeah, I was, we were on the bus, we were talking about this. Like, what is. Someone was trying to tell, explain to me what punk really is. So it turns out that punk is just doing whatever the fuck you want to do. So not being punk is, punk. Actually, is actually the most punk thing you could do. <laughs> Um, it's a vicious cycle. I don't get it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be a punk. Yeah. But I can't help being a punk because I don't want to be a punk. Yeah. Okay, I am a punk. So I'll if you wear a studded belt, that's... And because you, you're a punk, that, that's not That's punk. not punk. That's not punk. But indirectly, because that's not punk then, is it punk again? Like, <laughs> shit, I've come back on another level of punkness. Here he comes, man. Dave Punk, 72 levels of punk. What's <laughs> going on? I am punk or not punk? I don't know. I don't know which one it is. So yeah, I'd no, I'd, I'd love to see it. I think you yeah. running about on stage front in the band would be fantastic. Oh, thanks, man. Hmm. I don't know if it'll happen anytime soon. I'm gonna make it happen. Um, find a way. Because I'm also really lazy. No, oh, um, that's, that's fair enough. I know that feeling. Yeah, I went for a run Monday for the first, like I've literally now. You don't know this, but I've never. I've been to the gym once in my life. Okay, right? and it was horrible. I don't know how people do it. Running on the spot like this. Stuff everywhere. You could run anywhere. Why do people just run on the spot? That's mad to me. Yeah, that sucks. I don't do that. Um, I went for a run Monday. I did a gig Friday, and I'm blaming that for why I was so tired on Friday. <laughs> nice. I was like, oh, I shouldn't have gone for that run Friday. I think it's made me worse person, to be honest. Now, once you break through the barrier of like of of working out, it's awesome. Throughout the summer, I was working out. I was only working out twice a week, but I was probably in like the best condition ever because of the type of training I was. 
doing. And then you stop for, I stopped for like a month and then just feel like awful. Shit. And you go to yeah. the gym and, mm. and it feels like someone has whacked you in the stomach with a crowbar and you've got food poisoning at yeah. the same time. Oh, that was, that was two minutes into my run, that was. Yeah. <laughs> throwing oh, up. I'm probably going to bend over for half an hour now. Just go <gasps> I'm massively into throwing up at the gym. If, if you ever go to the gym with Harry Judd, you always end up throwing up. Yeah, yeah there's a man who's massively ripped. Jesus Christ. And likes dancing. Oh, he can dance. He can, he can dance. dance as much as he's he can. He's got awards for everything, yeah. so it's fine. He didn't even know he could dance until That's he was that show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but being a drummer, I suppose you've automatically got the timing in you, haven't you? Rhythm. Yeah, he had the, he had the timing and, and everything. And he had had the body. It was the perfect storm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hell of a body. Fair play to him. Right, then. right. <laughs> probably should move on now. There was an awkward silence. There. Do you like, do that? Do you do this whole like non-editing thing? You just yeah, mainly. Yeah. yeah, unless there's something uh, one of us has said something that we want to take. You know, the yeah, it's definitely controversial. Yeah, awesome. Thank yeah. you very much for doing. Thank, it. thank you very much for having me. Any final, us, any final thoughts or? Uh, you two suck and you should give up your podcast immediately <laughs> good advice leave the I, stuff here I love it yeah, I um, I don't know I don't, you know I did hear something the other day this is good this is really pointless I heard something the other day that I thought that's awesome I'm going to use that as a life motto and I've forgotten it oh okay well, well I just thought of a question because my band was obviously completely irrelevant compared to yours but we heard so many good rumours about ourselves right I've got a plastic hip. That was one of them. I've got one eye. Really? Look, I haven't. Look, I'm shaking my head now just because you'd see it spin around, wouldn't you? I, they're both my eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for checking. Um, I was really looking. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. Somebody thought we were rich because he'd heard our song on the radio five times in one day. And he thought, oh, well, you get paid. He'd come on to me at a gig and he was like, oh, you get paid a £1,000 every time I guess played, don't you? Wow. And I was like... If we do, nobody's told dude, me. Not even and close, I was like, I'm going to Google this. Oh, no, it was 36 pence between six of us. Jeez. <laughs> six P each. We made it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah McFly rumors. Back in the day, there was loads that were... Um, there was pretty much, like, constant. Loads of, loads of, like, stupid things, like, that we were... I'd heard that I'd had a couple of kids. That was, that was the most scary one that people would like i guess ring up newspapers and say i am pregnant the mother of doggy point has already existing child um but yeah that wow. was obviously what wasn't true but that was like scary. What you, can you tell stories i got to hear but like i think i was still a virgin at the time as well <laughs> i was pretty young <laughs> that, that's impossible <laughs> immaculate conception. don't look at a girl don't look at a girl <laughs> oh no yeah those okay. were scary ones um what else? I mean, I think there was one the other day that was on. Now with uh, like uh, the internet and the mail online and stuff, it, things seem to. There's a lot more of them, but no one seems to have like heard. There was one that came out yesterday about me that isn't true. Um, I don't even bother anymore because yeah. no one, no well, one, no one is. The, all the ones I can remember are just so ridiculous, and that's why I remember. Like one of my eyes is fake. Like how mad is that? That, like, that has reminded me of another question, though. Sorry. Fuck no it. We're going to end this about 20 minutes ago. Poor bugger. Do you want me to ask you? Uh, no, can't uh, go, 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 Just quickly, quickly. That I read something years ago that on the first album you had a track called Broccoli and mm. you stopped playing that live because people were throwing broccoli at you. Is that true? <laughs> I hope so. I mean, that's not the reason why we stopped, but it happened, ah. though. Um, 
That was weird. Yeah, like our first ever. All brings broccoli to a gig. I don't know. I don't know. It was the. It's kind of what you did like in medieval times to, <laughs> you know, to a prisoner. This band isn't very good. Yeah. Broccoli. And, it, and bro- broccoli as well was really slippery. I slipped over on a bunch of broccoli. Um, we didn't stop playing it because of that, this. but it was like, it was the worst. You know, you'd get like uh, underwear thrown up and like, you know, phone that. numbers in it and everything. And you start playing broccoli and it's just broccoli. chunks, just chunks of broccoli <laughs> being thrown at you. My new band's got a song called 50 Pound Notes Only. <laughs> so if anybody listening comes to a gig, you know what to do. Amazing. Well, um, yeah, I think we've taken up enough of your time yeah, now. Thank you no very worries. Much. No so, worries. Thank um, you very much. So much. No, yeah, absolute pleasure. Thanks for talking thank to you. us. Awesome. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thanks. We haven't finished. Ah, right then. Now we start. It's happening. I'm Sean Smith. That was a warm up. <laughs> no, that was the end. Thanks. You're listening to Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, so that was the fantastic Douglas Pointer. Full name, full title. Mm. What's his middle name, Morg? You love him. You should you should know. Sexy pants. <laughs> the way you looked me in the eye you looked me dead in the eye yeah? and then there was no you were not being funny in any like oh I saw the true colours in you <laughs> bro which were oh, mainly orange but well. you looked me in the eyes and it's sexy but I'm crying unbelievable I don't know what else we can say about that well that's probably enough really um Thank you very much if you've downloaded this and streamed this and listened to the others. If you haven't listened to the others, please do. Some of them are quite funny. Some of them are quite sad. Also, if there's anybody you'd like us to have on as a guest in future, please tweet or Instagram at sappeninpod, S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. Like the new metal band, but not as Christian. Yep. You know, the band P.O.D., mm-hmm. Payable on Death. Um, so, yeah. Thank you very much to Douglas Sexy Pants Pointer. I promise for future guests I won't be as weird as I have been on this episode. I don't know about that. Um, I know, bear in mind, I know you, Mog. You do, yeah. 
So I know you're going to be weird with other people. You can't help it. It's just... Just so I am. Cool. I'm a bit weird as well. It's all right. Okay. It's cool. No, but, I but that's mean, the thing. People listening to this yes. might think, oh, they are weird. And do you know what? You might be. But that's cool. Okay. It's all right. Thanks. Thanks, Sean. I've touched you on the shoulder there. People <laughs> can't see us. I've touched him on the shoulder. Anyway, oh. that was Douglas Pointer. Next week, we've got another guest. Um, we're not going to tell who it is now. No. But follow us on Sapnin Pod on Instagram, on Twitter. Do we have any other things? Acast, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Stitcher. TuneIn, everywhere imaginable. Yeah, our own whenever purse. you listen to podcasts, subscribe to us, rate us, yep. share us. Please share us, um, especially the people who might date it. Yeah, if you, even I, if you don't like it, just tell us and tell people something I, I'm enjoying, about it. I'm enjoying seeing bad reviews. Same. Well, I, I've seen two bad reviews. Like, this makes me sound like I'm focusing on them, but... <laughs> All everything I've seen has been absolutely lovely, and I genuinely appreciate it. Thank you very much. But I saw two bad reviews, and I lolled. He did. Um, so thank you very much. Please share this, especially with people who ate it. Um, and we'll see you next week. Is that right, Mog? Yep. Right. Sapnin. Sapnin. Fucking hell! Stop singing, Mog. Well, one of us has to. Oh. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.